0: Do you sound like this, baby. Okay, you ready? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. <clears throat> We're losing teamwork, guys. More teamwork. They're burying us alive. Eddie Shore,
1: oh, piss on Eddie Shore. Old time
0: hockey, piss on old time hockey. You're blowing it. And now, between the stammers, your unofficial Canucks cast. Here's Arden Caleb.
1: It's January 9th. Between the Stammers, the Canucks losing streak is... Uh, Alive for, and well. After their winning streak was <laughs> easily snapped on uh, Tuesday. The uh, goal Flo- differential really took a, took a beating over these last Flo- couple of games. Florida
0: hasn't been too kind to the old Canucks on this roadie, eh?
1: Yeah, and Kirby, who, you know,
0: he has, he's got a
1: pretty good standing of where the Canucks are. He... Kind of when we went into this road trip, he was very positive about it. I was very positive about saying it, saying that uh, you know the the Florida teams were beatable. They I are do beatable. Re- I do recall him saying that they are beatable. I mean Tampa was only coming in
0: off a seven game win streak. That's and fine. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Florida is basically like us of the East, right? Kind of a feast or famine team. They score a lot of goals. Okay. But um, they have defensive problems. They're very similar to the Canucks.
1: Since the last podcast, it was the 2-1 win on Saturday, I think, the Rangers, over the Rangers, the uh, retro night. And yep. then it was the 9-2 embarrassment the on schlock. Tuesday. Uh, Caleb Kirby
0: was in a great mood. Canucks got their game. pants pulled down in that game. <laughs> and then Sands lube in the second period. Last <laughs> five minutes of that second period. Woof. And, Whoa. <laughs> and then the uh 5-2 loss. Uh, at least they didn't give up. You know what though? 5 2 tonight, man. For fuck's sakes, like seriously, Green, and I said this even in the last game. Green's got to learn when to pull his goalies. After that second goal on Demco tonight in the first, he should have pulled him. And it's not just the fact, two, dude, two goals and two shots, right? Canucks weren't even awake at the beginning of that game. Quinn Hughes turns the puck over, and I'm not saying this is on Demko at all, but, like, send a message to your team. Pull your goalie, tell your team to get their head out of their ass and start playing fucking hockey. Tonight, the defense was atrocious. So,
1: yeah, we're recording this on uh, Thursday night, so just after the 5-2 loss to the, the Panthers. Panthers. Um, This is Travis Green, though. He's a player's coach. He knows yeah. what it's like to be no, a player. make
0: your goalie, though, man. Right, I'm sorry. Like he, he totally fucked that up in the game against Tampa too. When Markson was getting, like Markson was just letting everything in, and he could have stopped the bleeding in that second period and put Demko in before he did in the third, and he didn't. So this, in, this is
1: interesting. So maybe this, as a young coach, this is a lesson that Travis Green needs to. He's learn got it. to, he's got to figure it out. He's like Grady Little not being able to pull Pedro Martinez.
0: It's funny because I was just complimenting this guy on calling good timeouts like our last episode. Yeah. But then in But the, he learned on that, right? So yeah. maybe he needs to learn on that. He's got to learn when to pull his goalies. Like when to just say, like, enough is enough with this guy and put the other guy in. And I'm not buying, well, oh, Markstrom needs rest. Markstrom needs rest. Yeah, he's carried a big load and he's probably been the MVP for the Canucks so far. Yeah. But Demko lets in two and two tonight, mm-hmm. right? I knew send your team a message. (laughs) Send your team a message. Put Markstrom in there. Also, like if you would have played Marky tonight, you go in against uh, Buffalo, which I probably would have started Demko in that 10 a.m. game, and then the following day you got to play the Wild. You start Marky in that game. That just makes sense to me. Now what are we gonna do? Start Marky against Buffalo and then play Demko against the Wild on Sunday? or you play Markey in both games cuz he's considerably just, more rested. I just don't get it. Like I I don't get the thought process behind this goalie start tonight and why he didn't pull him. He should have pulled him. Okay. Like I, and it and it just pisses me off. Really, it does. Like that and and uh you know, like we we're, we're in a 2-2 game on on what day was that? Tuesday against Tampa? Yeah. 2-2 and then it all falls apart and like honestly the turning point in that game is Myers all he has to do is keep the puck in the zone puck jumps over his stick somehow and then breakaway for breakaway for um i forget who it was on Tampa jars it and the floodgates open 3-2 4-2 5-2 you mm-hmm. know he should have he should have pulled Markey when it was when he when they scored the fourth goal on him mm-hmm. that's when he should have got him out of there so maybe this is
1: a lesson that uh, Travis Green needs to uh, figure out. Those points Six in the Six goals game. in the
0: second period, man, is
1: inexcusable. So that that is kind of like pulling. It's kind of it's another way of doing a timeout. It is. Is it not? It's another way of doing it's a, a timeout. It's a
0: timeout and it's a wake-up call because everybody who's playing defense on that team should know at that point when you're pulling your goalie, you're not saying this is all on you, goalie. This is saying this is. it's a mercy pull. It's like we're pulling you because these guys aren't fucking going. Well, and we're putting this other guy in to get these guys going. And it's like, it's the best way of saying that without yelling at your team. Because that's a message to that bench. And that bench understands that message. Yeah, especially
1: if it's the backup goalie who's supposed to be spelling your number one goalie and you're pulling them after a couple of goals, Like, right? come on, man. I, I just don't get it. It's, it's interesting. I, I When you watch this game against Florida... The Canucks probably should have been up three-two at one point in this game. Like Besser misses that Whoa. easy chance in front. Uh, I thought the Canucks should have been up three-two. Except how many odd man rushes did they give away in the first period? Yeah, it's true. I right? guess you can throw that and be like, there's okay. way
0: too many odd man yeah. rushes that they gave away. And there was it, like, that
1: post that was hit as well. I, I, um, you yeah. know,
0: they throw Ben in the back in the lineup tonight, and I don't get that. Like he got absolutely schooled up on two of those rushes. Like just turns out completely. Well, who would because he's throw not in fast there. Enough. Who would you? Fanberg needs to be playing. But, He's a better player than Ben. He is. He just is. But it's also a message by putting Ben in there after
1: a 9-2 loss. You yeah. gotta do something. But why right?
0: why do you why is Fandenberg the guy you pulled out? He wasn't the worst. You're, you could have pulled out any D-man. You could have pulled you could have pulled out Myers. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, Myers is coming off of like his
1: best stretch of hockey. He has one bad game well, against two now the lightning now it's two yeah but he had one bad game were you going to pull him at that point
0: fattenberg had one bad game
1: yeah he's the sixth defenseman this is like I'm he's, just saying. he's an easy scapegoat here i know and I, maybe that's those are hard decisions that have to be made in professional sports that i find coaches they don't want to make them you know
0: you, you could right? pull a guy like stetcher stetcher had a horrible pinch tonight which led to a goal yeah horrible pinch and Tanev had a horrible giveaway tonight right in front of the net that led to a goal, yeah. but you're not pulling Tanev because you need him, you, especially on the PK when this team is like, we're taking some really bad penalties in these last two games as well. Just like stupid calls. Edler took his, he took two penalties in oh, the game against Tampa. Against the Lightning. He was that, not good against the light. That second penalty he took was garbage. Yeah. Like, in his own end, just that holding. And it was, like, so blatant. And I'm like, of course you're going to get called. Granted, the Canucks need to, like, learn when to change in a sequence like that. All of them came back, and there's four guys. Edler was the only guy who was fresh on the ice, and he ended up getting the holding call. The, the other four guys, they could have changed in the neutral zone, but they all came back and tried to make another rush out of it and got caught in their own end for roughly, like, two minutes where Tampa Bay was all over them. Edler took the call, leads to a goal on a power play, right? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's well, just annoying. I, it's I annoying mean, to watch.
1: This, this comes back to the defense and and coaching. The And coaching. The last time the Canucks were in a streak here where they were and, losing and losing and losing. We What did we point to? We pointed to the top players not bearing their chances. And we pointed to the defense not having this, Alex Edler and not yeah, having the this, depth.
0: This D needs something. Like I think that's just apparent. Like this D needs another piece or a kick in the ass to get him going, dude. I don't know if you watched that video of uh, of uh, Bomber trying to like prep for that Lightning game, but it kind of like seemed like it was it was gonna happen, right? Like they're like, oh well, you know, point's gonna be here. Stammers is gonna be here. You need to do this. You need to do that. And it, and sometimes I think it's like it's over preparation. That Ooh, yeah, that, that teams get into and they build a matchup so much in their head that it kind of psychs them out. This is interesting. Canucks were fucking rolling, right? Yeah, and then you you run into another hot team and they they they're prepping for all these different scenarios and they're doing all this stuff in practice. Granted, against the Tampa power play, I thought they were really effective at the beginning, but it's just like there was points in that first period where Vertanen was playing like he was the third man back and Canucks weren't even like creating any
1: offense. Yeah. They,
0: were, they, were just, they were just, like, getting ready to weather an onslaught. And when you're playing on your heels like that, you're not going to win games. That's interesting that you say
1: that because when you look at another sport like football, they preparation, you can't have too much preparation, at least according to, you know, some of the like Peyton Mannings and Tom Brady's and Drew Brees. They always say, we need more prep. We need more prep. We need to think about every play, yada, yada, yada. But hockey's more instinct. Instinct games, right? So maybe it's more instinctual, for yeah, sure. Instinctual. It's not as
0: much X's and O's because there's
1: not a break between plays. That's why when you said that to me after the Lightning game, I was like, "What is he talking about?"
0: But and you know that, what I mean now. Yeah,
1: yeah. It makes it makes a little sense. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "You're gonna have to explain that one to me," is what I said. Well,
0: I I did my best there. Maybe yeah. I still kind of farmed it, but like, I don't know, man. I just like I said, know when to pull your goalie. Don't overprepare. Don't because sometimes you can psych your players out. They they think they got to be so re- responsible defensively that they can't even get any fucking offense going, right? And it's just. Do you, I think, don't know. Do you think the Canucks? I think have- a big part of it too is just traveling east, mm. going to a nice place like Florida. And I know all the teams do travel; everybody mm. travels. And I'm not trying to make excuses. Excuses. Canucks should have got some points in Florida. I really believe that. Like getting nothing, not getting a sniff here. I'm not gonna say it. It it kills them or anything like that because they still have games in hand on the other teams in this conference that are pushing and they're not that far out of it. But like we should have come out of Florida with at least a point. I,
1: yeah, I, and not
0: nine to fucking two and five to two. Yeah, they're,
1: they're better. To, they're a better team than they showed in these last two games. The goal differential took a real beating here in these last couple of games. Uh, but this goes back to what I've been preaching, and I can't believe I'm—we're only like ten minutes into this podcast, and I'm already bringing up this one point. It's really the only point that I have that is maybe worth any merit at all at this point. Well, let's hear it. It's this is a young team. You're gonna go through these peaks and valleys, and it's just something that. Unfortunately, you and I and every other Canuck fan out there has to swallow. Have to swallow at this point. Yeah, this is just this is the way the team is constructed. This is the way it's going to be
0: all I can, year. I can forgive a guy like Quinn Hughes tonight for that first play that he made. hundred percent. Yeah, because that's what you're going to get with Quinn Hughes. Yeah. and he's a young guy, and he's just trying to turn around, and get some offense going botched it. And you could tell even in that first period with the way that Florida was attacking, they had a book on Demko. They were going to trying to go short side on him with every single shot that they were taking at the beginning of this game. It was, it was constant. It was like off to short side, off to short side, off to short side, trying to, trying to make him slip up, right? Trying to get them to cheat over. And, um, you know, it, it was okay in the, in the first, I guess. I mean, other than the goals that they surrendered, right? But like, you need to make adjustments in game. Yeah. And you can't be making that many defensive mistakes because, I mean, it wasn't just Quinn Hughes making mistakes tonight. It was guys who weren't young. Like, Tana's giveaway was brutal. Stetcher's pinch was atrocious. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell he's thinking pinching there. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't. And I, I like and you don't want to rag on Troy too much because Troy, he's try-hard Troy. He is try-hard He's, hard he's like, he's one of the most consistent guys game in, game out. But, like, everybody makes gaffes. But when your when you're D as a whole makes, like, four of them, You're gonna lose, and And I don't. I don't know what to do about this. Your goaltending
1: cannot be amazing every night. Yeah, exactly. It just cannot. And these last two games, it hasn't been, and the defense hasn't helped them out at all. And that, and this is where we're at: two game losing streak.
0: Oh, I I mean, mean, this is this is off
1: seven wins in a row. The team's not in the playoffs anymore. It's a cold, cold place in the standings right now, just because. Yeah, but they're still in it. They still have games in hand. Yeah, they are. They're still there. But Uh, it would
0: have been nice to see at least a fucking point out of this. Yeah, that's that's all. And it and it and it's like to me, I I really do believe that like they need something else out of this D or or to make a move or something to to shore it up or something to spark it or whatever if they really want to be serious about um, not only getting into the playoffs, but, like, doing something in the playoffs. I think the goaltending has has been outstanding for the most part, almost for the entire season. And you can't really even blame a guy like Demko tonight. You can't really blame Markstrom for the last game. It's like those – like, they kind of got hung out to dry, even though, like, some of those goals were weak. It was just like, you know, one goes in off a bad play. The next one goes in because – It just does. It's just momentum, right? (laughs) Yeah. But um, it's interesting also the players, they
1: know it. They knew going into both games that we're going to be tough. They had to do this. They had to do that. They said that.
0: Well, and and like both those teams, right, like Tampa Bay and Florida this year especially have been like being touted highly by the NHL as being like two of the most offensive teams that you need to watch out for. Mm -hmm. Right. This team doesn't know how to protect leads. Like the Canucks, they don't know how to protect leads. They don't really know how to defend all that well. No. And when you're prepping and you got all that shit in your head, you're probably overthinking it. You know, the Canucks are at their best when they're on the attack, like a hundred percent. And and we haven't we didn't really see much of that these last two games. Fuck, like there was a point today in the third where I was sitting in the Shark Club, which by the way, I'll get to the Shark Club in just a second here. <laughs> but I was yelling at the TV to be like, get up the fucking ice. Like, they're dicking around in their own end for way too long, and it's like, you're down 5-1 at this point. Like, get up there. 13 minutes left in the game.
1: Yeah, they were dicking around for sure. It was laxadaisical. It was laxadaisical. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Yeah, laxadaisical. They were lollygagging. Uh, And at least they didn't completely give up in the game against, like, Tampa Bay, they just decided Tampa, not to Tampa play. Tampa Bay, the third they gave up in
0: the second period and yeah. they didn't even come out to
1: play in the third. They didn't even come yeah. out to play. Yeah, in the I third. agree. Yeah. So,
0: although if that was my team and I was on the ice for that, I probably would have done the same thing because like six goals in five minutes, you're fucked. You're done. Yeah. You know, it would have been nice to see a goalie change at 4 2. Greener.
1: Well, this is three games in a row they probably should have lost because they probably shouldn't have beaten the Rangers,
0: right? Yeah, but I mean uh, hockey has a way of e- evening yeah. itself out with they that do. sort of stuff, they right? Do. Yeah. When the efforts there, it has a way of evening itself out. Yeah.
1: Uh and unfortunately- that Tampa
0: game was abysmal. They had no they had n- they didn't have a leg to stand on in that third period. Yeah. Right? Tonight just two goals on two shots, like that's when you got to make your change. Yeah. You got to you got to have a pulse for this game for when these moments happen.
1: And unfortunately for the Canucks, the Oilers have seemingly gotten hot over the last couple of games. (sighs) Yeah. Won three in a row on the road against pretty decent teams. And Calgary has also jumped them as well in the standings. So that sucks. But the Canucks still have a couple of games in hand. Oilers win tonight, or
0: is that game still happening?
1: They won. They won 4-2 over Montreal. Ah. Yeah. How about Montreal going and, you know, getting all these players, making all these trades? What do you – like – is that something that Canucks should have done? Like Canucks should have should have Canucks gone after like a Marco Scandello? Well, I mean, we can't go after anybody
0: because they're call- are, are yeah. we're, at the, yeah, the we're at the top of the cap, right? Yeah, we are at the top of the cap. Yeah. So it's just like if if you're gonna make a move, you gotta get rid of something. You gotta Condition get it. by of subtraction. Cap. Yeah. But it's like what do you get rid of at this point? What's a position that you can trade somebody right now to get a decent player? Yeah. Would they I, I could, I, like, this team could sure use somebody else on that back end, though, man. I, I swear. Yeah, Scandello would be really good. Scandello would have been a nice piece, you're it right. It would have been a really
1: nice piece. It, yeah. Then it could have pushed Stetcher down as well, and maybe, you know, then you wouldn't have to rely on Ben or Fattenberg. Uh, Ben just was,
0: he looked, uh, he's just on his heels
1: all the time, that guy, it seems. He got he got
0: just just smoked tonight. Yeah. There's, like, a couple two-on-ones where he, would, he just looked like he had no no hope yeah. of even having a chance of,
1: of stopping anything back. The Panthers and the Lightning, they both are really fast teams. That is yeah. something we saw over yeah, the last absolutely. couple of games. Yeah, yeah. And I think the Canucks, who are a pretty fast team themselves, yeah. were, like, they were jumped on pretty quickly. At least that's what I saw over the last couple of games.
0: It's, it's tough, Man, though. Man, Besser and Close tonight in that first period had yeah. just a beauty opportunity after JT Miller forced a turnover got it to Petey. Petey made a nice nice pass to Bess, and Bess, he he his feet weren't moving, and he was kind of standing in one spot trying to outweigh Bobrovsky. Like you said, in the first period, the Canucks did have a couple chances, and maybe the game would have been different. It if, would have been, if, but you said. If they had yeah. those opportunities, but like like I said, defensively, they just gave up way too much. It's true. And and you can't be
1: doing that. It's true. And, uh, yeah, th- things have a way of evening themselves out, but if the Canucks said, like, like, yeah, Besser had that just goal chance. That was one of the best periods I've seen Besser play in a long time. I thought he was really good. He did score a goal, and I thought he probably should have had another two in that uh, So Buffalo period.
0: Buffalo, 10 a.m. start, what do you think? So, yeah, the Buffalo, that's a Saturday, Saturday. 10 a.m.
1: But then there's another game on Sunday, so it's back-to-back. 1
0: p.m. Yeah, we were talking about this. That's going to be difficult. Dude, it's very hard to beat the Wild in their own building. Yeah, it's one of the toughest buildings to play in in the NHL. Yeah, and then on back to back night uh, on back to back days.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be difficult. Can so, Canucks need to they they need to get a point so out who, of those games. Who, who do you
0: <laughs> who do you start in these games?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, obviously you're going, you're going Markstrom right away. You're the ten a.m. Mar- yeah, ten a.m. Buffalo game. Yeah, and, we'll and see if Canucks how we play.
0: win that game. You know, and if if Markstrom doesn't face fifty shots, would you throw him in against yeah, the Wild?
1: Absolutely. I think I probably would. I think you have to. He's been your guy. We need
0: these points, man. They yeah. got like uh, this. They need to win this Buffalo game. I think it, it's got to happen.
1: Yeah, and, it, and
0: and it'd be nice to come out of Minnesota with at least a point. Uh, Canucks
1: beat Buffalo already this year. Be, you know, there's a little bit of revenge on the on the minds of the high Sabres scoring there. game
0: too. Six five, right? That's right, that was yeah. the one that we were at. Yeah, yeah
1: so. Yeah, that's tough. That'll be that'll be that won't be easy because Buffalo um I mean Buffalo's not playing that well right now, but it's never easy to beat teams back on on
0: in both games. Well, and also yeah. 10 a.m. is one at one o'clock Eastern. Yeah. Right? So uh-huh. I mean we've seen hockey games like that and weird shit can happen at that time, man. Like I've I've seen hockey games where the referees they don't have their heads screwed on right, and they're calling just a bunch of crap. And then I've seen games where just the passing is just, like, not crisp. Guys aren't sharp. And uh, it, 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 we're out west here are, in they're Vancouver. The biggest, they're the biggest dice roll games, I think, out of anything in in the NHL is those 1 those, o'clock uh, Eastern games that Western teams have to play. You never know what you're going to get. Sometimes the games are barn burners, right? Like but it's it's just difficult being a
1: western team having to go play those. I mean, then they I you know, it is it difficult for the east team coming out west and having to play the really late game. I don't know if it is. It doesn't seem like it's as hard, but it seems more hard for the I west just team. I just feel like when you fly east you get jet lag. Yeah. Right? It's a di- yeah, the other way you're like, "Oh, wow, the other I next 3 bad. hours." Yeah. yeah. The yeah. other
0: way it's <laughs> not as bad, but when you're when you fly east, you get that that weird fucking jet lag. Yeah. It's like flying back from Asia, man. I'm like, I'm not – my, my clock is not right for, like, a week when I do that. You it's know? true. The other way around is far easier. Going, it's not yeah. – I mean, it's not, like, a 12-hour flight, but it's still something. Yeah. I don't know. We're making excuses, though, right? Every yeah. team's got to deal with it, and it's just – Yeah. It's easier to do that than to preach to the Canucks and be like, play better. But fuck's sakes, like, greener. Learn when to pull your tender, man. Like, yeah. that, that to me – And then, like, you can tell, like, in that in that Tampa game, like – well, Bom- Balmer gets that uh, bench minor for yelling at the ref. Like, there's visual frustration there because he knows his team is farming it. And he probably went over a lot of that shit with him the day before in that practice. Like, you saw that mic'd up, didn't you? Where he's talking to everybody and he's just like, this is what you should do. This is what you should do. And I'm like, this is a lot to take in, man. Like, no. I didn't see that. but Anyway, anyway I should see the it. cliff notes of it were probably like, Tighten it up back there, and then they probably tried to tighten it up so much back there that they lost all their offensive juice. Yeah, and I was
1: really interested to see how they would bounce back against Florida because a 9-2 loss in professional hockey right now, that just does not happen very often. No. Right? And no. it's just
0: like, how does this young team respond? First shot goal, though, is like, that's the biggest, like, throw your hat in the air and say, for fuck's sake, when you when it happens, right? Yeah. There's nothing worse than, than seeing – uh, your your goalie get torched on the very first shot, and, and he should have had that and, too. And I mean, short side, and I think they had a book on him there, but like that giveaway by Hughes, that's tough sledding. Yeah, that was a tough
1: giveaway, but it was yeah, it was it was a tough break too. I, <coughs> so yeah. I, it was interesting to see, like, like how does that go into a psyche of an NHL team? I don't know, man. Or like a like... young team like the Canucks, a nine-two loss like that. I was like, oh, let's move on. You know, it's just one game. Uh, they all count the same. You know, to, you know whether you lose by one or you lose by a hundred, They all count the same. Uh, and I'm I'm wondering how like how they were going to respond to that, and maybe they didn't respond well, like you said, because they over-prepared for the next game. They were on their heels. They weren't just playing
0: Canucks hockey. Yeah, I think like this team to me is just at their best when they're on the attack, right? Yeah. Guys like J.T. Miller hopping in there, winning those board battles. Roussel on his line doing the same thing. I like they're just a better team when they're when they're when they're pressing the play in the offensive zone. Yeah.
1: So yeah, the Canucks next game Saturday, ten a.m. Oof. I'm okay with that. I kind of like I like the ten a.m. I mean we're we're blessed out here. In the West, to be able to you know watch early morning games, We're I love in the West. Yeah, I love watching early morning games. How awesome! Blessed. How awesome is early morning games?
0: Yeah, I mean I I don't mind. It's you wake up, you hang out. I eat, mean it
1: sucks for our team, but it's fun for us to and watch. And then you watch,
0: it. watch a ten or yeah, yeah, I mean that's uh, Yeah, have some eggs and uh, get a Guinness going, man. Have you ever had a Guinness with eggs in mm. the morning with your breakfast? That sounds like you've a never breakfast had a breakfast, at breakfast beer? Sounds like a breakfast at all, oh, buddy. Thing. I'll tell you, man. Like I. I'm not, like, a Guinness, like, aficionado. Like, if I go to a pub or something, I'm not like, oh, I'll get a Guinness. Maybe the odd Irish one. If I'm, like, with a group and we're getting started on our night, I might get a Guinness then. But, like, something about Guinness with, like, breakfast just works for me. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody makes, like, those light, fluffy, yellow scrambled eggs. I'm not a huge Guinness guy. Some toast. Pours me a nice, thick Guinness. Yeah, That is... It, we should do it, that. It's we should like have a meal. It's one a of meal. these games this morning. We'll we'll do that. We'll have Guinness. We'll have some eggs. We'll hang out a little jam on the toast, buddy. You'll love it. You'll be like, oh my god, I don't need coffee. I don't need any of that shit. You'll love it. You'll you will. It's it's very good. Interesting. All right, I'll think about that.
1: Uh, other stuff happening around the NHL. Uh, the mystery of uh, Montgomery, the coach, the former coach of the Dallas Stars, has been solved. Yeah. That happened since last podcast, right? Cuz we were we were yeah, it was lamenting. right after right after yeah. we finished it. Yeah, so I guess he had some alcohol abuse uh issues. Yeah. Not unlike Caleb, Caleb Kirby himself. Well, go
0: easy. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, No, but alcohol? like good on him for owning it and like I hope the guy's getting help and and uh like you know, there was so much speculation over what it was. Yeah. And obviously, I'm not making light of that. The, by the there's way, there's the classic, there's the classic hockey speculation of what it was. Oh, whose wife did he cheat on with, and all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. And like, turns out the guy, you know, like he he's battling a bit of a demon, and he's gonna go get help for it. So good on him.
1: Yeah, the Dallas Stars continue to roll with or without him because they were playing well with him and they were playing well without him. They're they're a they're a tough team, and yeah. they were a win away
0: from making the Stanley well, Cup final I mean, last year. And they made out. They went out and uh, added a guy like Joe Pavelski. Yeah. They're which I thought teams. was just a crazy good addition. And like, why San Jose ever decided to let that guy walk? I know mm-hmm. that they had like LeBanc and Hurdle and like uh, Donskoy and was it Donskoy? Yeah. Yeah, Donskoy. Yeah. And uh, like a couple other guys. LeBlanc. To, yeah. Yeah, to sign. But it's just like, dude, that's your captain. He's arguably the best guy in the league in front of the net at tipping pox. I
1: thought he was going to be a shark He's so
0: for life. good at tipping pox in front of the net. Yeah. And you let him go. And right now the Sharks are in the toilet, and the Stars are a better team than they were last year. Yeah, he seemed like he why was the hell be a did they get rid of him?
1: Uh, Logan Couture, also their new captain, yeah, their leading scorer this year. I mean, he was great in the Stanley Cup fly- uh, the Stanley the Cup the playoffs, playoffs last yeah. year. Yeah, he was there. He was one of the top scorers in the playoffs. He's out with a broken ankle for like a long time. That team is so done.
0: That team is done. Yeah. So done. Yeah, they're they are toast. Think
1: about it. They decided to give the huge contract to Carlson rather than yeah. to give it to their captain. That's over, that's the decision over that they made. That's the decision that they made. I know. Made. And
0: it's it's ridiculous. And like, they already had a pretty good back end. Yeah. Right. But like, I guess Carlson was too tempting of a piece to pack, pass up. But like, you lose your captain, an absolutely integral part of your power play. Yeah. A guy who and, scores forty goals a year, and now you're you. paying for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, and you know what? I'm okay with it. Yeah, fudge the sharks, right? Yeah, like nuts sure. to those yeah. guys, yeah. even though they still find ways to beat the Canucks. Nah, right? Evander Kane's used to well, just Well, it's really like we, we can't, we games. can't,
0: we can't solve their two worst goaltenders in the league for some reason. Ugh. Aaron Dell has yeah. like a <laughs> Star Wars force field around the net when he's playing, and then Martin Jones is from Vancouver, and he just like hits a completely different gear whenever we're. Throwing pucks at him.
1: Yeah. <sighs> oh well. It's tough when the Canucks come off losses because I don't like. I don't want to sound overly preachy. Bov- after I it.
0: thought Buvrovsky played well tonight too. Really, like I. I think we could, probably could add a couple more. But
1: he, he robbed Jake for Tannen on that one. He did Holy tan. smokes! Yeah. Uh, I thought and he, he robbed Besser too, and he right? did. Yeah. It, Imagine
0: yeah. if those guys scored goals there at that point in the game too. Yeah. That would have been pretty. Uh,
1: oh yeah, the game was up for grabs at that yeah. point. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, another big uh, thing that happened in the NHL, uh, Peter Laviolette out as the head coach of the Nashville Predators in is John Hines, the former coach of the New Jersey Devils, who you have heard that uh, he got let go earlier this year. If, I, if there was a pool to say which of the head coaches that got let go would get rehired, I don't think John Hines would
0: have been picked. Right? Yeah, him and Poyle have a history, though, that goes back uh, to, like, USA hockey. Okay, yeah. Right? So, I think that was part of it. Interesting. Yeah. And I think Hines is kind of on, like, those, like, it's kind of like a wait-and-see contract. It's like, if yeah. you can get us yeah. in the playoffs, we'll probably keep going with you. If not, Which then... They won't. Yeah. Adios, muchachos. Yeah. But, like, the thing about Nashville is, is like, their leading scorer is Roman Yossi. Yeah. I mean, and great got, player. Great, yeah, but you got player. so much money invested in guys like uh, Duchesne and uh, Ryan Johansson, right? And then you have your Philippe Forsberg and all these guys up front that aren't producing. Those guys need to get on their horse if Nashville wants any semblance of chance. And Pecca Rene, <laughs> he's not playing that well. He's all right. He's yeah. not, well, he's not. He's not playing that well. Him and UC Saros, a lot of people thought UC Saros was going to take the crown. From Rene at some point, he hasn't been as dependable as they'd like him to be. And uh, Rene's he's getting a lot of the workload, but he's not doing as much as you know a lot of uh, people expected him to do. Mm-hmm. So Nashville is in a bit of trouble as well. They're a good team. Like on paper, they're one of the best teams in the league. Well, that's why Laviolette got fired, obviously. Which, I mean, he was great
1: and integral he's a, in but that But he's part. a
0: five-year coach, Max.
1: Would you say the same about Joran Tartarello?
0: five-year co- five yeah, coach yeah yeah i'd say that like yeah. like a guy like laviolette he gets tuned out eventually you know he was in carolina had success in carolina what's his style why is he out why is, why is well, he out have like you that? ever watched those nhl 24 7s yeah you see him when he was coaching philly Philadelphia, there? yeah right yeah. what do you think he was yeah even old, in that he's, he's pretty intense yeah he can be a pretty intense guy yeah imagine that guy barking at you for five seasons yeah after a while, you'd be like, Yeah, why don't you shut up?"
1: But if guys like Babcock, who are pretty intense themselves, can last longer than yeah, five but he's passive
0: aggressive. Mm-hmm. Babcock's passive aggressive. Yeah, he's me- pa- Babcock's meaner. He's mean. You know, we learned that. Laval just barks at people. Yeah, yeah. And he expects he expects a lot out of his stars, which is fine. You know, if you expect some a lot out of your stars, you're gonna. You're you're probably gonna get that production for a while, and after a while, if if your stars don't want to listen to you anymore, then you're toast.
1: Yeah. Uh, one last thing I wanted to talk about the uh, the Blues continue to just fucking roll. Like we we're watching them tonight; they're beating uh, the Sabers. Well, I mean, the Sabers are not that good, but they just continue to roll, and they look like the best team in the NHL. Maybe maybe Boston's better than them. Or Boston, Washington. Washington. Yeah. Sure. Okay. But like they look like the best team in the West, and it's like not even close. It seems. Yeah, they look pretty good, don't they? So it's like uh, last last uh, playoff wasn't uh, wasn't a one off. Why is this team so fucking good? Because they're mean. They're mean. They got big defensemen. They're, they're guys like Pareko and Petriangelo and Bomeister, big guys. They they Who's wear that you other down that when they have? They, Dude, yeah. have you seen that team battle on the boards? Like they don't even have their best player. Tara Sanko's been out of the lineup for, like, the entire season. Yeah, Tara, you're you you you're so hot and horny for him. Man. Oh, he's unreal. You just want to kiss him. Well, I mean, you're the guy who was fawning over Nolan Achari, Nola Chari?
0: Yeah. I Well, how long have I been talking about Nola Chari for? Three seasons. Yeah. I'm sure. like, dude, he's good. You know, and then when Florida picked him up after he left Boston, I was like, this guy's going to be good, and who's proving me right right now?
1: Yeah. You're looking good after this little run here. Achari,
0: sure. he's a hes a heck of a player, man. He yeah. does all the right things. Again, another can we, can another we- guy who knows how to battle on the wall, win pucks, and throw it on net when he has a chance. Hockey's not a complicated game, man. No. You, like, you just got to have some intensity out there. And, and Achari is one of those guys who has it. And I think that's why St. Louis wins a lot of games because they want it more, man. They're better in puck battles than a lot of other teams.
1: And maybe they made the right call going after Justin Falk instead of going after Tyler Myers. The Canucks could have gone after Falk, but they decided to go after Myers. Is that a mistake that Jim Benning made this offseason when you think about well, it? Well, I you mean, look when back, you look
0: at the amount of money that Myers is making, you, you kind of yes. wonder if he's a bit overpaid. I kind of feel like he's a bit overpaid for what he's doing because we, we saw him try and munch those minutes while Edler was gone and his head was below water on it, mm-hmm. right? He just he just wasn't able to munch those minutes. And even in that game against Tampa, when Edler takes two penalties, who's out there killing those penalties? Who's out there putting in the extra time? Myers, mm-hmm. right? Uh, talking about Canucks defensemen,
1: how about uh, the rookie down in the AHL, Brogan Rafferty, who continues to just... Uh, crush show down there i'd like to see him get a look does he not does he not deserve a look here at some point like how good was he during the training camp when we saw him when he was here he was fun to watch during the training camp yeah yeah Yeah. i'd like to see him get a look like who would you take out though right at this point like i i think you have to make some hard decisions green like if guys on the back end aren't performing, get them
0: out of the lineup. Who cares what their name is? You can see there's frustration with the back end, how it's working right now. I mean, that's a, that's a big reason why Ballmer took that bench minor the other game. Yeah. Is but he I, the I, right
1: like, coach back there? Maybe we need a new coach. Who knows? Well, well it's two games.
0: It is let's, two games. Let's days. relax. <laughs> they went down to, like, the warmest part of the United States, probably had a bit of a time off the ice.
1: But Kirby, yes, and yes, it's two games right now. After seven great games, where a lot yeah. of those games were at home, what yeah. is what did we say during the last run when they weren't playing well? Though the defense, this yeah. is not like this is. I know. Not, this is I a know. theme that continu- continuously comes up. So it's it's too big a theme to just say. Oh, I know, but, just but we've ha- we've here. hammered
0: on it enough. In this podcast, I think we got sure this. We, have. we got this. We got this across in like the first ten minutes. Okay, you know, I don't think we need to revisit it. Well, I'm just saying, if we're bringing
1: up defensemen, we got to make a. Uh, we got to well, make I tough know, I agree.
0: Your 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 Rafferty e. case has some has some water to it. And Who am re- I pulling out right now? I have no fucking idea. Yeah, I mean,
1: we'd like like yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I wish Alex Edler would fucking play, play the play play the way he can play every night. Like that guy. Yeah. Is the most inconsistent, and this is why, this is why I left that guy off of my greatest defenseman list of all oh, time. He's going back to which this. is dumb as fuck. Obviously, when people look at it, he's gonna be greatest you know the top. D yeah, man, yeah. Yeah, and here I left him off the
0: list, but there's a reason for that because of his inconsistency. I, but I don't think he's been the worst, the worst D-man in, in <sighs> these last two games. On the contrary, I think maybe been, not. I think Herb. he's been one of the better ones.
1: Uh, yeah, and if maybe not the best. Yeah, but when you play the most minutes, your mistakes. Show the most. You know, that's why it's so tough to be the top defenseman. Yeah. And, and play the most minutes. To be the Drew Dowdies, to be the Duncan Key's, to be the Nick Lindstrom's. Because you're out there most of the game, and you have to be perfect, pretty much. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and yes, Alex Edler, by de facto, is our number one defenseman right now. And uh when he takes the night
0: off, it fucking shows because he plays the most well, minutes. Well, like, let's be honest, too. Right? Like, a lot of these goals that went in. I mean, what else are we doing A here? lot of A lot of these goals that, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> You're right. Uh, a lot of these goals that went in tonight were, were by D-Men maybe trying to do a little too much. Right. That outlet back that's the, that led to the first goal, that turnover that Quinn Hughes did. We're probably, not blaming like, this on fucking just, 20-year-old Quinn he Hughes, He probably should have just held onto the puck. Yeah. Troy Stetcher's pinched to try and be more offensive-minded. Came back, cost him. Winger wasn't able to get back. Led to another goal. Tanev in front of the net kind of batted out of puck, kind of whiffed on it, goal in the net. These are mistakes that happen to D-men. It's just like it, 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 when it's cumulative like that, when it's like three D-men making glare mistakes and they all end up in the back of your net, you can just flat out say, yeah, bad night for the defense. And it was. Yeah, And that's the same thing that happened against Tampa. Yep. Too many mistakes, right? Yep. Got to protect the puck better. Got to protect the puck in more dangerous areas. Got to know when to pinch. Simple hockey.
1: We're preaching again
0: here. Yeah, uh, but what do you, what do you want to say, Art? No, 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 no. I was just gonna. I was move on to Connor McDavid's. Course. You know, I I think people are really waiting on this Shark Club. Uh, piece oh yes, that I was talking about <laughs> yes, earlier. yes, this, yes. This Tell us about the I Shark users. Club in Victoria. Fuck the Shark Club in Victoria, man. Honestly, like if if you run this thing or whatever, you suck. It's awful. It sucks, man. I, we we went in there. There were six people in Dude, there. we went in there to watch that game. I, I watched the first period here with you because we were still working, right? Yeah. And then we had a couple friends waiting for us there to watch the game with them. Shark Club is a sports bar. Like, even in their advertisements, everything to make the game great. Shark Club is your place to watch Canucks and everybody else. Did you write we that? We go in there. There's six people in there, max. Yeah. Games are on. Yeah. One girl working. One. You know? Spells cat with a Six. And we're like, excuse me, um, could you turn the sound on? She's like, I don't know how. I'm going to have to ask my manager, but my manager's in a manager's meeting. So they're playing like. During G- happy hour, D- during, guys. Yeah, during happy hour. They're playing like Jason Derulo while like a game's going on. And I'm just like sitting there being like. What is going on here? Yeah. Like, no wonder this place is empty. It's true. Like, it's it's complete junk.
1: It's no good. Uh, Victoria then, is devoid of sports bars, and the ones that consider themselves sports the bars do this. It's the one place that
0: brands itself as a sports bar in this entire <laughs> goddamn town. Yeah. Like, turn on the hockey game. Canucks just finished winning seven in a row. you think they'd have an idea of, like, oh, they have the game on, but they don't have the sound on. And the one person running around who probably wasn't trained, you know, <gasps> I guess, you know, like maybe she was nice show enough, a little initiative but, and ask, though, yeah. too, at the same time on, on how to do it. Doesn't put the game on. Yeah. Takes nine years to get an order in.
1: Yeah, it was right? bad. I didn't, like, yeah, I didn't get a drink. Oh, but, yeah,
0: They have these happy hours. Spe- Dude, like, what happened? What happened? Shark Club in, the, in Victoria used to be one of the best places to watch a game. It used to be full. Well, like, you, completely, you would know. There used know. to be lineups to yeah. get in
1: there. I, this is not the first time we've railed on Victoria sports pubs. In I'm railing on
0: the shark club specifically tonight. Yeah. You brand yourself as a sports bar. You have a sign in your bathroom that says, come here for the Jersey room retirement of the city night and all this sort of stuff. I bet you if I go to that night, they won't even have the sound on and there'll be like two guys just waiting there, like sitting around waiting to ask the, the server out. It's a joke. It's actually like, it's sad in there. It's the saddest place in Victoria. Uh, Victoria itself is pretty sad for sports bars. Seven dollars for deep fried pickles? Eat my nuts! <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> I like I don't understand it. Victoria is
1: awful for sports bars. It really is. And it's like, it's like, it's a fake sports town. Someone said that earlier to it us is today. A,
0: it is. It's like, you know, the, the Royals pulled the trigger on a massive trade today. Yeah. No talk of it anywhere. Oh, absolutely. We'll not. see what the attendance is like
1: after this trade. They, they got a first rounder today. Yeah. The Anaheim Ducks first rounder. Yeah. Braden Tracy, is yeah. his name is. Yeah. Uh, but I, 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 is that is that a sign of these pubs? Is it a sign of the people? I don't know. Whatever it is, I don't know. Man, Victoria
0: is awful for sports. Uh, again, like Cat- we bars. we we we've touched on this before, but I'm just like so annoyed by it. I'm so annoyed by it. Like when the Raptors were rolling last year, they were pretty
1: hot. All the bars were pretty hot. So is that what it's going to take? Is it going to take a Canucks playoff? run to get this time again,
0: going? even at that point, you're like, do you have the Raptors game? They're like, uh huh. He's like, well, can you put it on? What channel? It's like, <laughs> you work here. I don't work here. You should know this. Yeah. Like, you're a sports bar. Yeah. TVs, like, you have 29 TVs in your space. Yeah. You don't think you, like, at some point, you should ask them, like, how do I work these things that people specifically come in here to watch? I like what we've done in this podcast. We've
1: uh, completely alienated any uh, bars that would give a sponsorship. We ain't getting sponsorship. Well, I don't care. I don't want a
0: sponsorship from a friggin' ragtag outfit like the Shark Club in Victoria. <laughs> It's a joke. Shark Club in Vancouver is dialed. When you go in there, it's yeah. absolutely dialed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here, it's just like,
1: it's but it's not just the Shark Club. It's like bars in Victoria don't even know the Canucks exist. Ah, oh, it's it's the most annoying thing on this planet. And I, I and I still wonder if that is Victoria or is that the Canucks haven't made a run in? Can you turn like the sound on?
0: Oh, I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know how I don't work here. <laughs> you should know. Right? Yeah. You got a wall of amps. You got 26 remotes. Ask a question. <laughs> you don't think somebody at some point during your shift is going to be like, hey, can I, can I hear the sound on either this Canucks game or this Oilers game or this Raptors game or whatever anybody is in there to do? Because they're not just in there to sit and eat $7 pickles. $7 pickles. Too much. Too much. Right? Yeah. All right. Like, give your head a shake. I feel like we
1: railed on Victoria.
0: I'm not. <laughs> I, 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 I,
1: I could go on, man. I, it's just. <laughs> uh, how about uh, Connor McDavid? How about that goal? Like that. We need that. Needs to be mentioned. That's that was a jump out of your seat moment. I don't. I don't like the Oilers. I f- I hate the Oilers. I think people know that, and i forever have well, said it's just that. Just because they allowed- don't think they're that Because they
0: get free shit all the time. The Oilers. Seriously, like. It, 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 Oh, here's Wayne Gretzky, yeah, Mark Messier, you know, (laughs) yeah. Uh, you know, we haven't won much in the last ten years, but we've had we've had first round picks basically for the last ten years, but we haven't won anything. NHL, is there anything you can do for us? Yeah, we'll have a draft lottery. well, Can- we'll give you McDavid. Yeah, and, and the- then the next year, it's like, oh, the Oilers have had too many picks, so let's reweight this entire thing yeah. and fuck the Canucks. Yeah, let's screw over the other right?
1: Canadian teams like it's- the Canucks.
0: Let's screw them over. I right, like <laughs> that's the reason why I can't ever cheer for the Oilers. Okay, but let's talk that about Mike Smith. Mike Smith is an absolute spaz in the crease. Yeah, he's a unit. C- c- he's a an absolute. Career. Yeah, he's an absolute unit. Um, but the goal though, that goal
1: <laughs> was pretty fucking special. Like, for me, like, it was different. It was something different. Would you
0: say it's the nicest goal of the year? Yeah.
1: Really? I think so, yeah. It, well, what else would you say? That that first goal, I can't remember who it was. It plays for the... Uh, New Jersey? New Jersey, like, one, Where one he did for... The, yeah. Uh, yeah, the one-handed. Miles Wood, isn't it? Yeah, that was,
0: that was pretty Where sweet. Where he, like, flicked it over... Over top of whoever with the one, that was, yeah, with one, his one hand, 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 yeah, one hand, yeah. That's that was still good. up there for me. I mean, the the thing about McDavid's goal is the speed at <sighs> which he does it, and
1: how he did it around Morgan Riley. That was yeah. pretty sweet. I know, it, right? yeah. And it felt like a, it was like a crossover in hockey. That's what it was. It was like an Allen Iverson crossover in hockey. Um, I it, like for me, the last time I saw a goal that was like that different and that cool <sighs> was uh, Pavel Bure skate. Skate goal.
0: What about that one that Ovi had when he was like on his stomach and yeah, he like true. curled it in? Yeah, I can't forget about that one. That, that one, was, one was pretty nice too. Yeah, that one. Um, was nice. But <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: you got to give the kids some credit here. Connor McDavid, he's he's a great professional. I'd love him if he was on any other team.
0: I think than the Oilers. No, I would hate him if he was on the Penguins too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> There's another team that. Gets There's another team pretty, that just <laughs> like, oh, rotten. here you go. You had a little rough run, didn't you? <laughs> oh, you almost went bankrupt. Here, have Mario Lemieux. Oh, you almost went bankrupt again because your fan base sucks and they're Fairweather fans. Sidney Crosby, <laughs> Mark Andre Fleury, Jordan Stoll. have all of them right? Malkin, Malkin, yeah. Like yeah. I didn't even mention Malkin. Yeah. He's in like, and then these fans are all entitled. Like that's the thing when like the, the Penguins win the cup. I'm like, shut up. Like you don't even know. No, you know. Not. Yeah. You know you got no clue what it's like to suffer as a fan base. You have no clue. When your team sucks, you just stop going. And then you get free handouts, and then you act like you earned it or tried. Oh, yeah. Pretty sure any team would win a Stanley Cup when they have four of the best players in the league. Was Yager first overall pick, too? He was first or second? I think he was third. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, But still, yeah, yeah. Like, There's another gift, right? Fra- They've got so many. Had- Mario Lemieux, Yarmir Yager. Dude, right? dude Francis was on that team. He was a second line center. We're yeah. talking about a
1: franchise. Like, he's one of the top scores, top assist leaders in NHL history. And he wasn't a first line player on his team for half his career because Mario Lemieux was on that team.
0: Crazy. I hate the Penguins, man. Just thinking <laughs> about that, just like drives me off the wall. <laughs> Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh fans, too, whenever they talk. I'm like, you can't talk about anything. You have no idea. You have no idea what it's like to be a, an actual NHL fan and feel a little heartbreak. But hey, they did have one heartbreak.
1: They traded Marcus Naslin for Alex Stoyanov.
0: Yeah, they got fleeced. Yeah, at least we have that. That just shows how inept they are, right? They actually try and make a hockey trade and they completely farm it. They get free handouts in their draft picks and they do fine. I believe Naslin was uh, like top, whatever. He was a top 10 pick. Ah, I can't stand the Penguins, man. Yeah,
1: he was a top 10 pick himself. But like
0: Edmonton, how many first rounders did you get in that 10 year span? And then you get McDavid. And then, like, these Edmonton fans come out of the woodwork. Yeah, we're so good. Yeah, yeah, we're so good. And it's like, dude, shut up.
1: This is great. This is You know what's great about Between the Stammers is Caleb and I, it's our therapy session, especially after Canucks losses. We can just come on here and just rant about everything we don't like, whether it be the Shark Club, whether it be the Pittsburgh Penguins, whether it be, uh, you know. Well,
0: okay, well, let me ask you this question. What What do you hate more? Teams like that? that just get the handouts, or or teams that you have rivalries with. with. Do you hate, like, a, a franchise like the the Penguins more than you hated, like, the Avalanche in the heyday, or, like, the Flames, or, like... See, like, the thing about the Flames with me is, like, there was times when I hated the Flames. But, at but least... the Flames never got the handouts. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah, they were in the same boat as the Canucks. They are just trying to do it. Like any other team. Like I can team.
0: respect that team a little bit more for that reason. Rather yeah. than like these like little nerdlinger teams yeah. with friggin' generational stars that, that they always end up always end up falling into their lap. Colorado, right? Yeah. How
1: they were able to get all those franchise stars. I I think they're still my most hated team. They're yeah. I like I hated them the most. Like, them like the wild. That, Maybe the wild. S- do you
0: still yeah. hate the Avalanche? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, McKinnon's really
1: fun to watch. I know, I know, but just the, that team, I just, how they, the Canucks could, like, that was their obstacle, right? And I just, I, oh, I hate them. Yeah. And the fact that they had Forsberg and Sack, who were amazing players
0: Forsberg, you know, Sackett, Claude Lemieux, Patrick
1: Waugh, Sanis hey
0: yeah. Lynch, Adam Foote, Adam, Adam Deadmarsh. Yeah, dude, yeah, you name it. Like, that team. Chris Drury. S- fucking stack. Chris Drury. Chris Drury. He Drury. was like the third-line center on that team.
1: No. Yeah. That's insanity. Alex Tange. Yeah, that's insanity. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Those guys are like role players on yeah. this fucking team that's filled with Hall of Famers. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, you're right. That team was... Ugh. And then Ray Bork went there and got his fucking champion. I know. Dude, I, but like, I, I can forgive... Well, I can just forgive that team a little bit now just because of the time that's passed. Yeah. But you're and, right. And, and, I mean, Nathan McKinnon, I fucking I love that guy. He's great. And I and I, I could not stand Patrick Waugh back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Could not stand him. Of
1: course not. Yeah.
0: And the Canucks were, like, so chippy, underdog. And
1: yeah. this team just kept flattening them, e- flattening them every time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that's what I'll never forget. And it was also during my, you know, childhood era of when I was, like, I was really, like, yeah. You know, blindside. Well, not blindside, but I was like, wide-eyed. I didn't know how the league worked from you know and everything, and I just yeah. I just watched it as a fan. But I think right?
0: I think now the more I know that the league works, yeah. I think Pittsburgh and Edmonton are both teams that I like don't like more. Yeah, you know that makes sense. But
1: back then, when it was just like us versus them, I I wasn't uh you know yeah, yeah. well even
0: that whole run where like the Canucks were you know they were pushing and they went up against teams like St. Louis. That's where I started not liking St. Louis, Uh, the Wild. That's where I really that's stupid Wild team. West Walls, West Walls, Walls, Andrew Brunette. Yeah, yeah. Um, Great players though. But yeah, uh, yeah, like I I don't know. Just teams that get handled. Lou Lamarillo
1: was on that. Fuck, I hated Lou Lamarillo. He's one of my most hated coaches of all time. By the way, him just silently chewing his gum. Or, sorry, that's what I meant to say, yeah. not Lou Lamar Jacques, Lemaire, Jacques Lemaire, he, Lemaire, sorry. He, he was the yeah. coach in
0: New Jersey, yeah. and then he went over that's to That's what Minnesota. I meant to say. Yeah. That's how I got those and two he just played up. trap sorry. hockey till the cows yeah. came home. Yeah, I yeah. hated that fucking guy.
1: I yeah. hated him fucking chewing his gum back there.
0: Well, listen, just got,
1: we, need, he, we need to score. He yeah. just looked evil. Hey, he's a Bond villain behind that Yeah, he was a
0: Bond Yeah. There's quite a few Bond villains. John Hines is kind of a Bond villain looking guy. Yeah. You know.
1: Kind of, yeah.
0: I don't know. I'm sure he he's all right. We're just... Yeah. Chirping, yeah, they're probably like, nice. Guys. We're chirping these guys because they look like Bond villains. It's a, I mean, we're not a professional. Podcast, this is one of so my most.
1: This is one of my most fun uh, podcasts. Just for this, we were able to rant on these things.
0: We've covered a lot of ground today. Have we? Yeah, we have. I
1: don't feel like we have. Well, we have is not we're good, but. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> None of it any good, but we've covered a lot of hey, ground. Hey, hey, hey.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe some of it's been good. Yeah. Caleb um, Kirby's playing hockey tonight, actually. I am playing hockey. I'm going to oh. just be so out of shape tonight, man. I haven't played since before the Christmas break. Ooh. Like, like basically since the end of November.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I'm just going to be winded out there. I just know I am. And I'm like... You going to do some hooking out there? I'm kind of looking forward to it because I just... I already know, like, how brutal I'm going to be. And that's why I had, like, a beer or two at, at the Shark Club. Because I'm just like... I'm succumbing to this. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to let this wash over me. Right? Drink a lot of water, maybe pick up
1: a Gatorade on well, that's the way. Why to... I
0: got this water right here in this nifty little zone Q cup that they gave to us for Christmas.
1: Did you get one of these? Uh, I think someone came around. Yeah, our receptionist came around and was like,
0: here. dude, she asked me three days in a row. She's like, that's because she likes you. I know. <laughs> our receptionist, like, she likes me. She told me she would take me home, like, at the Christmas party. And I'm like, I'm not into this at <laughs> all. And we don't have an HR department, so I don't know where to file a complaint. Dude. <laughs> but, like, There's no way we could get this woman fired. If anything, this is the way we get I'm not trying get to fi- get anybody fired. Man, I'm not, like, dude. Hey, if anybody deserves to get fired. I'm just office. saying, like. You know how much of a dick you have to be to try and get somebody fired? Oh, of course. And, I mean, like, there are reasons why people should be fired 100%. There are assholes out there in the office, especially, like, especially, like, a place like ours that do questionable things. And, like, anybody who, like, you know, does anything sexual that, like, somebody is not comfortable with or even, like, you know, ogling them for too long or whatever, they should get in trouble. But I would never go out of my way to try and get somebody fired, fired. Because, like... Where are they gonna go, man? Like after that, I'm just I don't know. I don't want to ruin anybody's life. No, but uh, the, all that being said, you're absolutely right. But that's it why that's why that's another. why any corporation needs human resources, man. Yeah, you know. At okay. Least, at least you get the slap <laughs> on the hand. Yeah, this is we're going way <laughs> we're off the rails here. But. We're
1: off the rails here. Um, Caleb Kirby, where can we find you?
0: On the internet, <sighs> at Curbman 23 on Twitter. Uh, you can
1: uh, email us at between the stammers at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at between the s and you can find me at, uh, at Art Aronson on all social media platforms. Uh connect's gotta finish off this road trip. It ain't gonna be easy. Games Dude. in Buffalo games in Minnesota games in Winnipeg. Winnipeg. How many points do you think they need here? Well when uh, going into this uh, going into this trip, I was like, let's win three of two that'd be amazing. Let's that 3 of 5? 3 of 5. So sorry. you want yeah. 6
0: points out of the road trip so they got yeah, to win out. That means they got to win out.
1: Yeah. So uh, but now at this point we're having lost the first two.
0: If they get 5 points out of this, I'll be ecstatic.
1: If so that get, means points in every single. Yeah. That means two wins and a tie. Yeah. If, at least a tie.
0: And if they get yeah, if they tie. get um if they get 5 wins out of this, I'll be ecstatic. If they get 6, we're having a party. You and me. Yeah, we're definitely having Anar a party. An Art Aronson, Caleb Kirby party. Will we go back to the Shark Club. Probably not. Let's have it at the shark club. Let's have it. At, let's have it at the shark club and just like order everything and see how long it takes for them to screw it up, which they inevitably will. And then we'll get free drinks and food, right? Yeah, let's go
1: to uh, bring it to that
0: manager who's always in the back, who knows during happy hour, packing his beak or whatever he's doing back there during happy right? hour. For, yeah, like who? What a clown! Who is a
1: managerial
0: meeting during happy yeah. hour? Like, I don't even do want it? that guy to get fired, though. I just want to, you know, a little talking to. Just, you know, step your game up. This is good stuff.
1: All right. Uh, hopefully uh, we're in a better mood in the next podcast. Uh, good luck at your hockey tonight, bro. Thanks, buddy. Yeah.